Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Triple Clowns Weekly Show with D-Gen Nation. And that's right, and we have a D-Gen Nation rep with us today, and we're excited to have her again, and that's Brianna. My. <laughs> I know, I should change my name, right? Yeah. Brianna. What's up, guys? <laughs> what's up, Bri? Yeah, what's up, Bri? Uh, good to see you. And, and, and you can see joining us um, as one of the clowns today. Um, well, Bri, you're obviously a clown as well. No offense. Uh, but uh, yeah. We've inducted you uh, to the clown world. Rich Beaglemeyer from um, Horse Racing Radar. We know him. He's been on here a bunch of times. He's, 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 he's one of the family, definitely. Uh, so what's up, guys? Everything good with you guys? Everything's good out this way, for sure. Just trying to figure out some where we can find some winners. So we tune into the Triple Clown Show for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everything's good here. It's been a Monday, but not a bad Monday. All right. So it is good. It is. I am here with also Mrs. Big News, beautiful Sarah Marie, and she's going to give you the news. And it's me, the OG Randall Johnson. And I'm just too hot. <laughs> Call the police and the fireman because I'm smoking for sure. Yeah. I make a dragon want to retire, man. So I'm too hot. Um, if you don't believe me, but I think you should just keep going for sure. I, 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 want, I want to see how far this can go. <laughs> All right. Well, so, that's it for the show. Yeah. And we're done. Absolutely. But we are going to be here. We're going to play a game later on. We're going to play a Who's Horses Ass game. Oh, boy. My favorite. Um, yeah. I won. <laughs> you have won before, Rich. But yeah. uh, but he hasn't been on for one of the games. That'll be a lot of fun. But yeah. we'll go over the news. We'll talk some horse racing. We'll have some fun. So let's get into it. This is big news. Let's talk about it. All right, we have a lot in the news, some controversial stuff, uh, but we're going to start off with a really good story. Yoel Rosario taking the title at Kentucky Downs. I mean, we always call him Yoel, but um, it's Joel. It's yep, but he broke the record for most meets or most wins in the single meet at Kentucky Downs. The record was 12 and he came with 17. He almost beat the record in the first weekend. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't even fair. I mean, well, I guess it's fair, but Saturday I think was the only day he had no wins. Yeah, this past Saturday. I can confirm that because when we do our live show, we were talking about how Joel Rosario wins every race there, and then he didn't win any. So I feel like we jinxed him. Yeah. I, we we kind of brought that up too on our show, so I think we collectively jinxed him. So I could say with Kentucky Downs meet, he did not suck. All right, anything on that, guys? Just- I mean, I, I think this whole entire year has been awesome for jockeys. It's been a huge change up in who normally wins the meets. And so I think it's been fun to see Joel, Yoel, Joel, um, you know, take this title. And it'll be interesting to see who takes October at Keeneland. Yeah. No, that is- I would say the only really track that was no surprise was Delmar, um, where Flavian got the <laughs> winningest jock uh, yet again. Mm-hmm. Hernandez is creeping up though. He is. He is. But I I agree with Bree that it has been an exciting year to watch some of these jocks. I I don't feel like um, you hear about as much coming into the spotlight. We need more odds on winning the jockey title. We need to spotlight that. I I think that would be cool. Tell us what you think, everybody out there. And we'll do something for that if we have to, because I think that's kind of a cool thing. We'll set the odds if we have to. I won't because <laughs> no. yeah, don't ask me. Maybe we'll have Rich do it then. Yeah, I try, I try to set the odds. That's I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll go through it and see who you we feel like. So whoever wants to win, Rich. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of emails from people. Don't put me on the top. Don't put me on the top. 
All right, but let's move on. We had more updates on the Amber Cobb situation um, where they did extend her suspension. She is now banned from uh, doing training or racing in Delaware until the hearing starts. And depending on the outcome of that hearing, there hasn't been a date set as far as I've heard. And also the Stronach group has come out and said for all of their tracks, she is banned from training or racing at any of their tracks. Yeah, you wonder, and I know Bree, you have something to say about this, and um, you know Rich probably as well. But I'll just say, and I and I've said it on my other shows, so I mean I don't need to go off on this woman anymore. I mean I should, but um, what do you do there? I mean, I mean, it's like the cancel culture. I mean, not this isn't. I'm not saying that, but like when you get caught just being a douchebag nowadays, I feel like just walk away. Go find a job, 7-Eleven. I don't know. Whatever you're going to do. But just walk away. Why would you put yourself through that? No owners are going to give her a horse. They'd be stupid. No, and you're just going to be looked at like such an asshole. And I'm used to that. I'm used to being Mm. looked at like an asshole. So it's not a fun thing. You You make it easy, though. Likeable asshole, though. She's not a likeable asshole anymore. Like, the likeable part is over. Yeah, she she doesn't even have that. Yeah. So it's got to be terrible. So, um, yeah, what do you guys think about this? I mean, you guys haven't been on for the show. I'll say, so I actually am proud of horse racing in, I mean, I guess you could go into 2020 as well. I, I think the entire industry is realizing how important public perception is um, and that it does and it will affect our sport moving forward stronger and stronger. And so the tracks um, collectively are starting to react and uh, kind of take some no-nonsense approaches. And there's, I'm sure Sarah will hit on something else that's going on on the Derby Trail per se. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's different in our world of sports compared to NFL because you are dealing with animals that you could argue don't have a choice. Um, they love to run. I will argue that all day. So that when I say they don't have a choice, they, they do in that percent, like, but it is our job to put them first and to care for them. So when you have a shit show, what Amber Cobb, you know, did and got caught on camera, I mean, sorry, but sorry, not sorry. Like you, you can't, you can't do that. And to me, you really can't come back from that. Like it, that to me, like even like, and I'm going to open up a can of worms here like Michael Vick, no offense, Michael Vick. I don't care for you. I don't care that you're rehabilitated and you've donated, like, don't care what you did to me shows what type of a person that you are. And Amber, what, for whatever reason she has it in her, she had it in her. And this one got caught on camera. Imagine what doesn't get caught on camera. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Big fan of our show. Oddly enough. Um, oh yeah yeah yeah, totally Um, but what i'm interested in and who hasn't at least as far as i know who hasn't said anything or come out to say anything her boyfriend is the lead jockey at delaware they've been together for a long time and but what can you really say though yeah. Oh, at least me, I mean, like, that, that guy's in a that no. guy's in a no-win situation. <laughs> yeah, mean, like it screws him. We all know over. this. As, oh yes, as a guy, yeah, you, whatever. Well, we know this. You're welcome. Have you ever seen like the comedians? You finally get along when you go, "Yes, honey, you're right." Right? That's how it goes. I mean, <laughs> but it does put him in. The See, spot. Rich Randy hasn't learned that part yet. Well, he'll learn. I'm wrong about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get it? <laughs> uh, I get it. No, uh, but no, but. But you're right. It puts him in a tough spot. Yeah. Which I'd be really mad about that. Like, not only did you do that, 
you put me in. Well, okay. This is me being like totally like narcissistic here because I'm like, Hey, I don't care if you beat the horse, but look at the position you put me in. Um, <laughs> no, that's not real, but, but well, real though, like, but it is real though, because I, like, it, it has consequences for that person too. too. Like you want to yeah. go screw your career, go do it. But you just screwed our household up. I mean, I don't know how close they are like that. Is it their husband? Is their husband or boyfriend? But they've been together for quite some time. Now I feel like I'm like on a Bravo's like, you know, 10 at 10 breakdown of reality television here. We're talking about relationships. Here. This is what we do. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we get into the. <laughs> I did work for everything. Oprah before. It's a true story. True story. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. You did? Like, oh, I feel bad for you. I, I was on a show. I was on a show. I didn't remember. He didn't directly you? like. No. I, I won't tell the story because it's, I mean, I, I'm in Chicago. She used to work out at the East Bank Club where I used to work out. And the Oprah you see on TV wasn't necessarily Oprah that I saw that day. I'll just leave yeah. it. That. I was on Oxygen. I was on a show on Oxygen. That's, that's it. She's mm. I, don't think, did you, I don't even think you really saw Gail her. Gail King, her best friend. I, I, I worked after her show. That's, mm. that's it. Maybe so she was just having a bad day when I saw her. I don't know, but it was well, not that, what I, was, I expected. I was just going to say, yeah, like you got to, like people are human, celebrities are human, um, you know, I, yeah, bad days. And even to the Amber Cobb situation, I don't, to cancel culture, that sort of thing. I mean, it, it was a mistake, whatever, but again, you're in a profession that you can't make those mistakes. And so yeah, you can't, it's, yeah. one of, it's one of those things that you want to say. How do you do that nowadays, knowing your camera could be on it? But, but and, you shouldn't do it anyway. And so also, it's not like you, sh- you should do it if there's no cameras on you, but it's like even dumber. This wasn't dumber. the first. Um, this was this story of her abusing the, the horse was basically the straw that broke the camel's back. She has other violations from horses well, dying suspiciously. From the day earlier, the same horse was rearing up with her, and she's like, manhandling the horse but not in a, in a way to you know but garner the lead of that horse but in a way of if you're you know, pulling out your camera violent. If, if you're pulling out your camera that means you're ready this means it's happened before it's yes, not like it all of a sudden you're like oh this is a weird moment let me find my phone the Jeff, only who took the video a groom her boyfriend her boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> oh god no um wasn't it a groom it works yeah she works with amber um Amazing. her name is that, I, I mean I that takes that takes some balls right there too so yeah. bravo to whoever did that it's like more people in the industry need to do stuff like that because it's very scary to stand up against the bigger per- like, exactly because yeah. at that point you're like where where could my career go i could mm-hmm. be out of a job and let's just face it maybe she's not you know in a position that's making a whole heck of a lot of money you know but she did a big written statement and in the initial hearing of this, this is what caused the suspension to go from two years down to 60 days was the commissioners basically said it was a she said, she said situation where Whitaker's written report wasn't matching up to how they felt Amber was even representing herself in court and the character witnesses that they had brought in. They're like, we can't corroborate anything you video. That was the only oh, yeah, thing. That- Okay. She had written yeah, about I was trying to understand horses that. that have died in her in her care, um, and a few other horses that had been acting up, and Amber basically showing violence towards the horse. Mm-hmm. The well, video was the one thing that they were like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we can corroborate that. But she went in like 
with freaking you know bullets in in the chamber Whitaker did to go after Amber Cobb and I feel like the commissioners were like well is there something else there like like I have I have friends that have done had one bad day and are in prison now you know what I mean like that's what it is like you fuck up that bad you fuck fuck up up. yeah that's it yeah and you can't and that's a line to me in this you know in this industry and I mean we can talk about horsemanship all day there are some trainers that don't have horsemanship but then they have to lean on the grooms, the exercise riders, the ones that touch the horses every day. And the trainers kind of create the training schedule and do it ch- and do, you know, statistics. Then there's other ones, Todd Pletcher. I mean, he, I've heard this from so many people. He puts a hand on every single horse's leg every day, but horsemanship is a part of this game, whether it's you or someone else. And part of horsemanship too, is if a horse is acting up, how you treat them in that moment. And for me, like I have a shit as a horse, like he is a shit sometimes. And I, I'll tell you, like, I had a bad day at work the other day and I was supposed to ride and do some training. And I called and I said, Hey, like today's not the day for me to ride because I'm not going to treat him correctly. If I'm frustrated, like you as a rider have to do right by them all the time. You as a trainer have to do right. A groom have to do right. And that's the industry that you're signing up for. And if for some reason you can't do it on a day, and you walk away. If you can't do it anymore, then you run the freak away. Like this is not, this is a different, our industry is a different ball game and we have to constantly do better. And Amber Cobb obviously failed that miserably. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll put Bree, I, I did want to point out that you alluded to that, you know, Bree, if people don't know is, you know, she's, she's a horse person. Like she has horses. Like I, don't know. I ride. Yeah, she People like an equestrian. I was like, that's a big word for I just ride and, and just light my money on fire with a horse. Yeah, yeah. It, well, no, but yeah, but you, yeah, like you handle horses. Oh, you know, you have your yeah. life. Um, yeah. Well, not your whole life, but a lot of your life. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is probably touches you more than anybody. Um, yeah, like, I, I mean, I started out time. hot walking for Zito. So, like, I saw, and, and to be honest, what I don't, I don't think I ever saw anybody like handle a horse ever that way. Like for the most part, the grooms love their horses. Like even if the horse is a jerk, like they'll go in there and the horse will be biting and they'll be like, you know, around it. And again, like the majority of people in our industry are here. I mean, just like we are sitting right here, nine o'clock at night when we could be doing other things. We're here because we love the industry. We love the animals. Um, you know, for the ones that don't and don't put their care first, they have to go. We have no room for them. No, and if you get to that point, then walk away. You know, when you Indeed. get to that breaking point, walk away. It's like anything. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right, so let's move on. Um, let's yeah, because let, let's go on to another person. Good old Bob. First, I was gonna say yeah, the first letter and the third who? letter are the same with the O in the middle. Bob who? Bobby Bobby Baffert. My Bobby Bob Hope. <laughs> oh, Bob uh, Hope. Okay. Yeah, Bob Bob Hope. We're going to talk about him and he's got an airport. Yeah, yes, he does. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but Bob Baffert. So Naira has officially issued charges against Bob and Marcus Vitali. The hearings are going to start later this month. So they are continuing the ban of having any Baffert trained horses at Naira tracks, as well as Churchill. Churchill has come out with their schedule of Kentucky Oaks and Kentucky Derby prep races. And Bob Baffert is banned from those. Now, what they said, though, is that how they worded it was really weird. You kind of have to read into it because at first they said 
he's just not allowed to get the points. So you're like, well, okay. So he can at least run in the preps, which I'm sure at some tracks he will be able to. Oh, he would love to win all the preps. I know. I I don't Um, even really think that's his plan to be honest with you. He's just gonna. Well, he he can't. I think I think he's just trying to to pull the finish line out to the Breeders' Cup, and then he's gonna walk away. And the Breeders' Cup is another big day that is has gotten so many questions because Bob is gonna have horses running in the Breeders' Cup, and a lot of the people on the board for the Breeders' Cup have horses trained by Baffert. And I know some people are like, he shouldn't even be allowed to run the Breeders' Cup. Um, I know California, we are still allowing him to run out here. Um, but but they I'll said watch. before the Breeders' Cup meet that they were going to follow whatever Churchill or Kentucky's commission. Yeah. They did. So I think, I think the game plan is get through the Breeders' Cup, probably Gamine wins, and then he wraps it up because I think he, I mean, unless he's really dense, the writing's on the wall. I, and yeah. And you know, when this first started, because we, we talked about it yesterday with Chip, the whole Medina spirit case, this is not going to be resolved in 2021 Medina spirit. As far as 2021 have, has crossed the finish line first has won because there's not going to be any movement in this case till next year. I mean, it took them almost a year for the Arkansas Derby ruling that happened in 2020. They finally in April this year settled that case. Um, so Bob, I, I agree with you. The writing's on the wall. And I said it from the beginning. I think it's time where Bob just says, F you and retire. Well, it's kind he of has the title. He has the money. He, he did what he could in this industry. Now he's, he was going to be under the microscope for the Derby this year anyways. And now it's just going to be even worse. Yeah. I mean, we just, I talk- think there's just too many dog ate the homework excuses. Yeah. I mean, cause if you think about the excuses, Oh, they accidentally put the ointment on. And I mean, there's always some, they gave him the wrong food. He ate out of the wrong drop. It just seems to me like a little, little kid who didn't do his own. Well, it's, it, it's, it's, yeah. You remember, remember, like, when he used to go home, and, and, and I'll use an example of when I was younger, I, I, me and my buddy used to get in a lot of fights, and um, every, every time was an excuse. And then you get to an age where you're like, maybe it is my fault. Maybe I am doing something wrong. Maybe I was. Once in a while, it was true. <laughs> like, but. You know, yeah, you really, but, but I, but once again, walk away because do you want to be the asshole? Do you want to go through this? You have millions of dollars. Like, where's your ego at? Like, just walk away. Just yeah. walk how, away. How old pe- is he? How old is he now? God, Bob Baffert's got to be, hold on, look, he's, he's got to be 70. Yeah, I would say late 60s, early 70s, maybe. I, I just think that when you look at what's happening and with the rulings, like you're mentioning, he is the, the face of the sport or was the face of the sport for a while. And right now that face is tarnished because of the, it's the biggest race, the biggest showcase and the tracks Naira wants to get rid of them. Obviously Kentucky's had enough of him. And I feel like that it, it, even his friends in Del Mar, are like, well, we're going to wait to see what happens over there. They all know what's going to come. I mean, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, he's going to get suspended. And if you're an owner and you're spending millions of dollars on horses and your horses can't go on the trail, to go into the biggest races, who's going to give him a horse to train? Well, we so they're basically that. going to end his career for him. So I think he should do the smart thing and realize what's happening to him and say, okay, let me just get to the Breeders' Cup. I'll retire, and then we'll just call it a wrap. Yeah, we, we yeah. you know, Richie said that. We, we did that at my racehorse. Um, we had three horses with Bob Baffert, and when the Churchill thing came out, Spendrift made the decision mostly, but we took the horses away from him, the two-year-olds, because – because no one wants to invest in a horse that doesn't have a shot at the Kentucky Derby. And 
It's funny you said that because that's kind of what happened. He's 68, by the way, Brett. 68. So, I mean. God, he's younger than I thought. I thought he was like 73, 74. I was kind of going there. But well, when you have white hair for 30 years, you're always I was going to say the hair throws you off. Yeah. yeah. He does look like he- I know it's in style now, but. Yeah. <laughs> he does. We. Ever we... since you got it. <laughs> Me, uh, you know, speaking of which, funny jokes, man. <laughs> the last couple of weeks, I don't know when this all started, but I started going into stores and people start asking me if I'm eligible for the senior discount. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, man, please. Like we've gotten there. That's I just remember when people sucks. first started calling me sir. Do you remember that? Does that you guys ma'am? Do you guys get ma'am? Yeah. You ma'am, ma'am? It took me a while. It took me. I mean, and I'm in the South, so a lot of people do it, but it took me a yeah. long time to be okay with it. It's, yeah. it's odd when you hear it at first. Like, Although, sir, sir. Yeah, but but senior discount's different. <laughs> it's yeah, a, but it's a whole a, different game, Or you game, get the man. AARP magazine all of a sudden, you're like, what? Why, I know, why like, is this in my mail? Wait a minute. <laughs> when I was at Del Mar a few, few uh, weeks ago, a kid... Um, he was there promoting stuff, asked me if I was 25, and I was like, I like you. <laughs> Great sales. Yeah. So also, I'm gonna add on to the and I'm not gonna make it specific to him because it really covers, I mean, it covers any of these, you know, poor stories in our sport. But for instance, like Tito's is a perfect example. Tito's is pulling out of sponsorships in horse racing, like they can't support a sport where, um, you know, animal welfare is in question. And so you wonder why, if you look at like the number of sponsors that racing has, even at like a local track, or even like, if you look at NBC, a lot of the stuff with NBC comes because of NBC, but not actually at the track. Like we've got, you know, Heineken, Budweiser. I mean, you've got kind of like the bush hog type stuff but you're losing opportunities for everyone else because people won't touch our sport because it puts their brand in jeopardy in a public perception. And so, you know, again, collectively, you have to understand that our sport is hurting because you aren't putting a stop to this stuff. And it's hurting in so many different avenues, including partnerships, sponsorships, fans, new fans, betting dollars, even like sports bettors, you know, there's some that obviously care about animal welfare and won't touch our sport, even though, they would bet thousands of dollars if they felt that it was something different. So yeah, I'm, I'll put that because that was the personal conversation I had to have with a couple brands that they just were not interested anymore in horse racing. And you're like, shit, like who else are we going to go to anymore? Yeah. But they'll still, they'll still advertise with the NFL. <laughs> uh, yeah. they, they, yeah, come I, on. I, they, they I really have morals. Up, I did. I did bring up Michael Vick. I mean, that to me is Not still like Michael an about like how close yeah. I am. But, but, just... but to go back on Michael Vick, I mean, listen, Michael Vick was gone from the Falcons. The reason why like they didn't even want him back was because of um, the owner there, Arthur Block, right? Arthur Block, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. the guy from uh, Home Depot. Home Depot. Yeah. And, and they were like, people were like, we're not going to Home Depot anymore. If you bring them back, and that's a big thing. He was like, oh, "Fuck this, I'm out. Um, you can go anywhere, you know." And uh, whoever the Eagles owners are, probably don't own a company like Home Depot. But um, it's funny you said that, though, Bree, because I've talked to people, and back and forth, I get that Bob Baffert leaving California. A lot of people are like, "Oh, they don't have enough horses already," but a lot of people say they would have more horses would, in racing without bring Baffert more interest because you you know you know he he, he throws like three million dollar two-year-olds in every race and you're like you gotta wait and whatever and more horses would go to other trainers they get that opportunity and i've heard a lot of people say there'd be more horses per race in california without Maverick there because they don't I've want heard, yeah i've heard little buzzes of that um 
to, you know, with how amazing Del Mar is and Santa Anita is also one of my favorite tracks. Um, the whole California racing product to me, I'm going to use Enigma a couple of times on here, is, is an Enigma. I don't like, I kind of don't understand, I guess, why it's regarded as weak. Um, even Golden Gate, like I like Golden Gate as well. Um, you know, I think that there's a massive opportunity to grow that product there. And I know Stronic has tried, they bring it, they brought in like different VPs of racing and they've gone through those for whatever reason. I haven't done enough digging per se. Um, but you know, I, I think that the tracks are there. Um, to me, the population is there. I think you have to, if anything, remarket completely horse racing on the animal welfare side, like to the point of like, you know, we love our horses and that's all over the billboard and like come out as a family. I think that that needs to be kind of the new marketing there because it has been just slaughtered by PETA and Again, you know, maybe it is one person, but you know, just whatever is happening out there, I think has ended up killing the product, both on fan side and horses. And I think there's definitely an opportunity. I don't know, like the tracks are gorgeous. I don't and know the weather. how. And the weather, yeah. you don't yeah. have to worry about a sloppy track. I hate sloppy tracks. You know what I mean? I hate the cold. There's San Luis Rey, like there's a great training facility up there. Like I, you know, there to me, there's, there's so much opportunity for growth there. I don't know why it's struggling and I really have no opinions of why it's struggling because I don't know. Um, but I do think it, it could do better for various reasons. I mean, San Diego is amazing. I love LA. Like every time I go to San Anita, I would pop down to Beverly Hills for one day. I've missed at least two flights doing too much of Beverly Hills. Like I, like, I just think the areas are so good for like, you know, if you're flying in or if you're local, like they, there's an opportunity there and I don't know what the reason is, but to me, there's an opportunity there. Yeah. No, I mean, you don't have a, you don't have a better spot to be. I mean, let's face it. And, and the tracks are beautiful and you're absolutely right. It's, it's on them. Yeah. Well, the program that they're doing now, you know, the bonuses that they're giving horses from out of state is working because the fields are getting bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to continue that. Always a little bigger. So let's see how Santa Anita plays out. Yeah. Well, they started that program anyway, Sanity. I think the yeah. problem with horse racing is they don't, fo- it's in a lot of ways fragmented, right? Because each state is kind of like its own thing. It reminds me of, we were doing this before the show, a little bit of WWE, like, let me tell you, brother. But I, I feel like much like the wrestling when I was a kid, it was fragmented. You had different competing and it wasn't under one umbrella. And then Vince McMahon came in and put it out in one umbrella and it grew. We don't really do a good job of A, marketing our personalities, right? Because we have... I mean, I've, we talk to jockeys all the time. You guys do, too. I, I don't know if there's anybody who's a, a happier person than David Cabrera. That guy's always smiling, always happy. Jose Ortiz is a magnetic personality, too. Yeah, so we got these great personalities, but nobody knows who they are, right? Mm-hmm. And then we do have the magnificent horses as well. And I do agree that the mistreatment of the animals is an absolute killer for the sport. Uh, but at the same time, I think we have to do a better job of marketing the, what is good in our sport. Yep. And then B, talking to some of the big gamblers, you know, we had Bill Krakenberger on our show from the Showtime series uh, action. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's all about professional sports betting. The guy bets $10,000 on football games, but won't bet more than $6 on a horse race because the takeouts are too big. So the serious gambler understands the, the probabilities and the numbers, and they're not going to bet to the same level in horse racing that they're going to bet on sports because they're actually getting truer odds in sports than they are in horse racing. So I think if you want to bring that big money in, you're going to have to level that that playing field between sports betting and horse racing so that the odds are true odds. 
Yeah, but that's the that's topic for a different day because I will just say right now that they can't because well, you give purses. You don't give purses for football teams. Well, I'm they, talking about the gambling. Yeah, I know. I'm not talking. I mean, we don't get a part of the purse for the persons. The take goes to the persons. Well, taxes in the track and other things, but the yeah, take the takes the takeouts are too high. They if they can rebate these syndicates, they can give the average horse player better odds. Half, oh, the tra- half the tracks own the syndicates. That's what people don't realize. Well, that's, yeah. I know. Well, we, I know. We, it'll never it'll never change. And I, I, I know. I mean, we we need that one unity, one governing body. Um, They're trying, but I, but I don't agree with the whole federal government. You name one program yeah. in the federal government that works. That's yeah, true. yeah, but I mean, but I, we're talking like we're talking like the NFL with the commissioner. Yes, I think that would be the appropriate route. Yeah, not the states, yeah. not not the not the federal government. Right. We're talking the commissioner like of the NFL or commissioner of horse racing. But yeah. All right, let's go on. All right. The last thing I wanted to bring up is jockey Tomas Mejia has been taking off his mount for it hasn't been confirmed, but it's been rumored a supposed buzzer in his hand, which I thought this was really interesting, especially for Brie, because Brie tweeted a hint about this. And then, of course, the Twitter trolls tore her up on Twitter. But now it's coming out. He has a I hearing. Scars. It's all yeah. over my face. Yeah. Breaking the story, Brie. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, everybody, eat crow. <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere else. I mean, it's not like you haven't gone there before. Why no, the hell yeah, did no, see? I, I don't know. Yeah, I've said eat a dick a couple times on the show. Um, but yeah, eat crow because that's what you should do. That Brie, good job for you. And you know what's weird? I'll tell you the truth. I always thought the buzzer thing was like a little bit of uh, urban legend and maybe once in a while. I heard way more of it now. Yeah. The people that I said, when I said that to looked at me and went like I was stupid. Like I was like, I was like, really? And they're like, what do you mean really? And I'm like, oh yeah, no, I knew that. I kind of played that role. Cause yeah, I'll be honest. I was like, whoa. Well, I've only ridden one horse. Would a buzzer actually work? <laughs> I, I mean, know. you think it would actually make the horse go any faster? I mean, I you tell I've me had people do that to me. In front it... of me, if I fucking hit you with a buzzer, would you walk a little faster? <laughs> no, I'd probably I'd hit you back. punch you. Yeah, I mean, I, fast, when though. people do like the handshake thing with the buzzer, it doesn't make me run. It makes no, me no. like stop. Like, what do I you mean? Doing? I don't think that that's the same thing. That I don't. Okay, so first of all, buzzer. the handshake buzzer is not what jocks would be using. But what are they using? They're probably making them just jump. Probably out of the gate. I'm going with the buzzer works out of the gate, right? That's probably where. I, I'm not an expert. I just have heard. Um, that, I mean, it can be used in the stretch and, I, and, uh, I've heard of other things that like, for instance, it can be used to like have the horse lunge forward because, yeah. you know, if, if you yeah. get, if someone flicks you, your instinct yeah. is yeah. to go like yeah. this. So yeah. if you're, you know, but if I was running and some, like somebody had like a, one of those tens units on me and all of a sudden they hit me with like a charge. I'm sure like, Whoa. And I'd go forward. I'd yeah. Somehow I feel like and you move away, you move away from it. Yeah. Oh, Rich, you know what? We're gonna do that test. We're gonna have okay. A- whip me, or you're gonna either whip me or buzz me and see which yeah, one I react to. Choose. Okay. When I come out there for the Breeders' Cup, that, that'll be the next. When I come out there for the Breeders' Cup, that'll be the skits. That's it's what on. we're gonna do. It's yes, on. indeed. Yeah. Uh, like Forrest, like uh, in the movie uh, Pulp Fiction, right? I'll go get a buzzer. What's that guy's name? I gotta just buzzer. He's got to get rid of it anyway at this point. So yeah. Might as well get it I mean, it hasn't been confirmed. All the, the the picture, if you really zoom in, you can hardly see much. 
So it hasn't been confirmed what exactly it was. When the race is done, do they chuck it? Because they don't really have pockets. They don't put it in those horse racing radar pants. They they? can drop it in their boots. Uh (laughs) Some stories are they'll drop them on the track and then someone will pick them up. Um, or they'll hand them off to, you know, an assistant trainer or a trainer so that when they, you know, get off and they go away and they don't have it anymore. Um, I'm at the, you yeah, know, people find that. ways to do things. I want to be buzzer guy. You want to go the guy who kicks like they, the guy in the, the uh, NFL who runs onto the field to, 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 to collect the tea after the uh, kickoff. Huh? That's going to yeah, be you yeah, yeah, collecting buzzers on the horse racing track. Yeah. Oh, 80 God. buzzers at home. We're going like- to get banned from the racetrack. <laughs> Randy's going to go out with a metal detector on Del Mar's traffic every time. Well, now that they opened up Clocker's Corner, we can go really early. How great of a show would that be? Me looking for buzzers. That would be great. Buzzer detectors. And then at the end, all the ones that you can find, you can buzz me with. I feel like I could be on Bravo with that show. I mean, they suck the bottom of oceans for gold and people watch it, so... Fuck, I can they look for suck the bottom of that's oceans like, for that's gold. That's TLC or something. Yeah, you never saw that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is your terminology, though. Gold diggers. So, they like suck that. the bottom of the ocean. I mean, that's kind of what they do. It's a big bath. <laughs> Don't they have to get, like, all the water out first to get to the, like, how does this work? No, they suck the bottom of the ocean it's, out. Yeah, it's like a big vacuum. They, yeah. It's, it's, if you didn't know, I used I big I watched words. it, yeah. Yes, one he, syllable. He's highly educated. Costs. All right, let's, let's recap some. The New England ending. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh-huh. Let's recap some races. We had a few graded stakes this weekend at Kentucky Downs on Saturday. We'll start with race six, which was the grade three Mint Lady Sprint, six and a half furlongs, where in good spirits won, followed by Catch a Bid and La Gertha. Harbor back running on second and put to a drive in good spirits as third go-go shoes is there Jakarta superstition on the outside into the final furlong here and it is Lagertha on top arriving at the eighth pole on the lead coming up the inside here comes a rush up the rail from in good spirits in good spirits on the inside riding that rail to victory in good spirits and John Velasquez do it catch a bit and Lagertha and Venetian Harbor battled up front most of that race. Venetian Harbor just faded. She, she couldn't, yeah, she couldn't hold. Um, and Good Spirits kind of got, you know, got to the rail and took to the stretch and, and, and won that. Kentucky Downs is a throwout race for me for like Venetian Harbor. I feel like you can do that with a lot of them. I think for almost all of them are. Yeah. That's what I mean, they, they got that weird turn, then they go downhill, then they go uphill, and all the undulations. And yeah, yeah. Then, so, then the front camera, when they're coming down the stretch, you have no idea who's doing what. It's it's just a mess. Listen, I almost throw out Saratoga races on things. So I, I totally, Kentucky Downs, I'm like, disregard it. I don't think you can judge Venetian Harbor on that. All right, what do you guys think? Like, do you think so? Yeah, uh, that track just seems like any horse could win at any time. And I mean, yeah. it's the quality of the fields, but I, I just feel like when you're watching the races, we had uh, Julian LaPeru on and he was telling us like where you get your gate and how you, that you can save ground because of the first turn and there's such big advantages and, and each horse may like the undulations may not, they're unfamiliar with it. So it, it, to me, you can throw a lot of them out because the course is so different that horses may or may not take to it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. So it's true. I mean, our horses out here are, I mean, this is a European style track. They aren't used to that. And it's not even European style. I know everybody says that because the grass is short and it's a hard track. So it's, it's very different than European style. If it was like long and, you know, yeah, well, yielding, then it would be, but 
It's the closest we have to Europeans. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. And did you, and so my internet like got really choppy. Did you, did you mention that that race six was a $1 trifecta paid $4,400? No. Yeah. yeah. Cause in good spirits was 3180. But I yes. think whatever the third horse was, was up there too. Yeah. The Gertha. Um, Catch a bid is a great name for a female horse. I don't know why. It's kind of funny. Catch a bid. Like that's so like gangster. Catch a big bid. Like, well, catch horse. a bid is, you know, you catch a bid, you go to jail. That's catch a bid. Like, you catch a bid, you go to where? Jail. jail. Well, he bid. told you he hung around with a lot of people who went to jail. I know. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, you catch a bid. I yeah. thought it was like, I literally thought of the auction house. I never thought of. So did jail. I. I, don't know. I thought yeah. it meant stock market stuff because prison. that's what they talk about in the stock market. Yeah, you know when they say, I got to go do a bid? That's prison. Right? I thought it was bit, B-I-T. A bit? What? No, it's a bit. Okay, prison talk. No, he I, went away. That's all you say. He just went away. He went away. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He went away. You don't say where. He went to Club Fed. <laughs> yes. All right, let's go on to race seven of the grade three Kentucky Downs Ladies Turf. Where Princess Grace won, followed by Delica and Abscon. Here she comes now with an inside trip as they make their way to the top of the stretch. And now she swings right outside of Sarah C. And Princess Grace has rushed up to take the lead. Sarah C lost the whip there. Gaining ground on the outside is Shifty She. In between horses, Princess Causeway absconds there on the outside, Delica. It's a driving finish. They're trying to catch Princess Grace. The wire's coming up soon. Could she hold on? She will. Princess Grace has won it. Sarah C, which of course I was going to bet that horse because why wouldn't you? And they spelled Sarah right, so I had to. She set the pace, she tried. She lost her whip and that was kind of it for her. She, she finished off the board. Um, but that was, that was princess grace was, um, interesting to watch and I'm impressive. Yeah. yeah. And she seems so small when you see, so she broke last out, out of the field. She broke pretty slow. Um, you see her break and you think this jockey is like Deshaun, like six foot on top of this tiny little filly. Like she doesn't look very big mm-hmm. and she caught an inside trip. You kind of looked at the other ones and you're like, why are you not blocking this horse's path? Cause I, she was the talk of the town for this race. Wasn't she? Mm-hmm. And yeah. she, I, I thought she'd go right on the rail, but she stayed on the rail and then she caught just inside of Sarah C maybe, um, and and really held on and there were a couple horses that were going to close if you had maybe a little bit more distance she would have been beat but doesn't matter the line was there and she won it yeah no absolutely absolutely um that was a fun one to watch and i did just look up doing a bid is prison time bridge doing a bid yeah yeah but catching a bid i think is stock market Uh, is it Oh, I, I just think so. Yeah, yeah, listen, it's like the possible choice. Like, you gotta you read all yeah, of them before you answer. Like, I'm, always, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always looking at criminal stuff, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta be like starting I to worry about you. I I, yeah, I've heard people say I caught a bit. Like, I, I got charged. All right, then. Good friend. Well, now that we cleared that up, let's go on to race eight, the grade three FanDuel Turf Sprint Six Furlongs with Gear Jockey took the win, followed by Diamond Oops and Bombard. 
Turning for home on the lead. Gear jockey on the outside second, and they're into the stretch. These two are one, two. There's still a quarter of a mile to run. Imprimis is sent along and behind them, and is now up running in third. Fast boat, diamond oops right there. Stubbins got Stormy trying to come through an opening in between horses. It is gear jockey. Gear jockey, the one to catch, arriving at the 16th pole, and in the clear from Bombard, gear jockey is going to do it in the $1 million FanDuel Turf Sprint. Diamond. Ooh, Bombard. That was tough. Once again, a weird track that, like, yeah. two, two track records in a row. That's just weird to me. That's like, what's going on with the track? I don't think these horses are that much faster than everybody out there ever. Um, that was a track record, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was something. I mean, else. did all did all of these win from the inside? I they know. Just on that race. Was. Most of them, um, a lot of the horses came from the outside during the meet okay. on those races that I think that six furlong race, they hadn't run one at six furlongs either. So they, they started and they went right around that turn immediately. Mm -hmm. So I think the inside horses had the advantage there on the other one too, when they were to go six and a half furlongs, they started on that little turn and ran down the hill on the six furlong one, they started down the hill right away. So you figured, and then they turned. So you'd figure it would give the inside horses some of an, some sort of an advantage. Oh. What's the grade on the hill? I know that this is a big question, but I just wonder, like, because you think downhill, you're thinking downhill. And usually yeah, it's like, to gallop a horse down a hill is not anything I want to do. So I can't imagine what it's like when you're in a field of 10 horses, if the grade is even feels like a hill. I, it would be interesting to ask one of the jocks. I haven't. Yeah, that is interesting. Mm -hmm. Like even wonder what's the grade of the hill at Santa Anita now that we're, mm -hmm. we're bringing that back. Well, that's really done. It's coming back. We're excited I like about those that. races. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. Great. Um, let's quickly recap the last two graded stakes. Race nine was the grade two Calumet Turf Cup, mile and a half, where Imperator took the win there over Arklow and Glen County. Has a slight lead as they come to the top of the stretch. Right alongside is Channel Cat in second. Arklow trying to fight his way in between horses. He's in traffic there, and he had to steady behind a wall of horses. Imperador is moving on the outside. Right up there, too, is Glynn County, who's coming with a rush. Imperador and Glynn County. These two emerge one, two. Arklow trying to come back after steadying early, but he's running out of time. Imperador's got it. Imperador from Arklow, who's making a final bid. Imperador! Arklow should have won that race. He got blocked a couple of times. And Probably. He got, he got blocked, but he had that late gear he shifted into in the stretch, and he put up a damn good fight. Yeah. He did have a tough spot yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and the final race was race 10, the grade two Franklin Simpson stake six and a half furlong with Learjet taking the win, followed by Easy Time and Fauci. Into the sunrise on the inside. On the outside comes Bodenheimer. The two of them are right together. The Learjet is closing through on the inside of horses. And County Final is getting going in between rivals. Right behind them comes Easy Time as they come into the final furlong. And farthest out is Fauci. Down to the last 16th, it's the Learjet and into the sunrise. These two, one, two, coming down to the wire. Late move, Fauci on the outside. It's going to be the Learjet to win. The only way I feel like you would have bet this horse is if you were just like, well, the thing's European, it's got a chance. I mean, I sat and looked at the form and I'm like, nothing on this gives me yeah. any reason to throw money. 
Only funny thing is on our live show, there was some, somebody just pounding the table on that horse. Really? Yes. They're like, they're just going to win this race. I'm telling you, they're just going to win this race. And we're like, yeah, 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 dude. And then I even <laughs> joked because the rest of us picked like the same sort of group of horses. And I said, you know what that means? That this is an L, not loser. It's an absolute lock because we're all going against this one guy. Yeah. So he, and, then, and then the horse won. We were just like, oh, man. None of us had I'm to be looking. sure that one was the inside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that one that was, that was on the inside. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Inside, inside. But that is it for the Graded Stakes recap. Let's go on to Randy's favorite game. All right. Whose horse is ass, everybody? Me. And I'm scared. Always- we're all going to catch a bid now. Okay, you're all going to catch a bid. You got that right. All right, so what we're going to do is um, this one is going to be, I think, I don't know if Richie did this before, but I'm going to say a horse, or, or I have three different categories, and you lock in your answer. And you have to say, and don't cheat, okay, guys? And you say, locked, one of you guys, because okay. it goes down in points. It starts at five. I give five clues. You want to lock at five, you get five points. If you don't get it right, though, you can't answer after the thing. I'm going to take your word for it, okay, guys? Yeah. So don't cheat. So don't Google it? No, and don't do that either. <laughs> That's just silly. I don't know if you well, can. I'm going to get cheat. I'm going to get slaughtered. Okay, oh, no, so I don't I'm know ready. anything about I mean, anything. I'm the horse's ass champion. No, she's going to lose. Um, I always lose. Sorry, I mean, uh, but you'll be fine. All right, so I'm going to do three categories. One is horses, one is jockeys, and the other is TV personalities. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with horses. So remember, I'm going to give one clue at a time. You can lock in at any time, and you get that amount of points. So you only have three questions. So don't go to one every time because a person could beat you right away. All right? all right. So the first question, I'm going to go with the category of horses. So basically, it's a who am I? I'm a horse. I was two time US horse of the year. No one's going to get that, obviously. Next one. An aqueduct race is named after me. Third. No one's locking in yet? Okay. Three points. Bill Mott. No, locked, maybe. Locked. Okay, no, you can't maybe it. You're you're locked. (laughs) Well, I mean, she locked it. I don't know the answer anyway, so Okay. Is it cigar? You can't say now. I'm still going through it, Bree. Shit. (laughs) I got it. It's I was cigar. Too excited, is it? Yes, it's cigar, Brie. You just yes! won the first yeah. question though, because they would have got less points. Now you all have the same amount of points because Brie told you the answer. I don't think that's oh, fair because we didn't know. Next, well, she can get all the points. My next clue yeah. was shoe may like to put my namesake in his mouth. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> I thought you got the number of points by the number of yeah, but you say it you gotta wait till it goes through. <laughs> okay, well now I know. I'm just gonna. Well, I would have gotten zero anyway. I'm giving, anyway. I'm giving myself four points or something. Three, three, points. Okay, three is okay. So we'll give you guys two because you didn't lock in. So we'll give you guys two. Now, by the way, I did know this after the second one, but I was too scared. Okay. Now this is jockeys. Okay. I was born and raised on the west bank of the Mississippi. Five points. Four points. I was going to donate 25% of my derby earnings until my horse that was the favorite was scratched. Okay, three points. I've only won one Breeders' Cup race and that was the turf sprint in 2009. All right, two points. I won Apprentice of the Year in 2007. Mm. 
Oh my god! I think I think he was I think he was just on our show. Okay, this is before I even watched horse racing. Just FYI. Oh, here we go with this. I'm I'm gonna. If somebody asked me secretary, I wouldn't say that, Brady. I'm gonna lock mine. I'm probably wrong on this, but I'll try. I'll lock. Okay. Oh, you're locking it too. All right. So one, I broke the cardinal rule and I married one of the boss's daughters. Mm. I now I know I'm right. That yeah. No, maybe not. That gave it away. I mean, I'll lock. I didn't think he was riding that young. Oh, I say it. So the answer is Rich, because you locked it too. What is it? I think it Julian La Peru. No. No. You're wrong. Mine is two for me. Sarah. Joe Talna. Three. I'm wrong. They're not married yet. I was gonna go Tyler. They're not married yet. Joe Talama was correct. Oh. So he must have won the year before then. Um, that's right. His derby horse was got it. Um, um he what? No, Talamo got it's super much, screwed over. No, no, was it? Well, he was supposed to write Midnight Bourbon, wasn't he? he got no, knocked no, off that horse. No, no. Hold on. we can edit this part out. Don't worry about it. And just so everyone knows, my first horse race ever was April of 2009. I want revenge. 2009 Kentucky Derby. Yeah, I had no shot of that. Yeah, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right, because then he, he got screwed over in this year's derby. Yeah, too. A derby and Oaks, and because Oaks. Mike Smith went on his horse for the, the derby, and Tyler Tyler got flown to his Oaks mount. Yeah, okay. Well, but he okay. seems like he's having a comeback year. I thought the West Bank of the Mississippi so. might be a good one. I, I was going to go with Huck Finn on that, but. Hi. Yeah, first of all. I'll be your Huckleberry. Rich, Rich, Julian LaPeru, you've said, Correct. I did because he, I think he was the apprentice of the year in like 2006. That was off by a year. No, no, Rich, you're not getting away from this. The wet is Julian Laparu. Where did he get? I know Louise. Uh, he's probably from France, accent. but maybe, maybe I confused the river. So. He's, yeah, he is from France. The West yes. Bank of the Mississippi. Uh, you know, I told you I'm having senior moments. What do you want from me? That, okay, I don't even know what the score is now, but I, I can't forget. Right. I think I just, well, I think I won. It's low. All right, so I'm going to go with TV personalities. Mm. Okay. I went to college in Iowa. Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> I'm assuming these are horse racing personalities, I hope. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I should have specified for you, Frenchie. Well, he uh, went to Iowa State anyway. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. My first job was at Calder. Lock? All right. So I was going to lock. I don't think. Okay. Yeah, Locked. Lock. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Don't say it, Sarah. Don't say it. <laughs> Whatever you do. Canterbury Park. Was oh. my home track. Yeah, uncomfortable. Mm. I'm not a big fan of Jerry the King Law. <laughs> oh, are you wrong? No, I'm totally right. Oh. I don't even know who Jerry, whatever. I think he's a wrestler, no? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. This makes sense. I know more about the wrestler than I do about the jockey. Don't say the, I am the voice of TVG. The voice. Oh my gosh! Is there one? Well, isn't that where? uh... Wait a minute. Not the guy who cuts the promos, Rich. Like the guy, the main guy at TPG. All right. So okay. So all right. I lock. I'll lock. I don't know if it matters, right? Yeah. Who is it? Todd Trump. 
damn it, that was gonna be my life, but that 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 point. <laughs> so you got tied up too. So one. So Sarah got four on that one. I did. Right. Did she win? Rich, what did you get? Did you guess I got zero. One? I am the horse's ass. I told you in the beginning I won. He took the the title from me. I've been okay. the horse's ass for That's me. why you bring me on. That's it. Okay. So okay, so that, that was that was kind of fun. That right? was fun. I think that, that was really fun. Um yeah, so yeah, everybody out there, um, maybe I'll get the questions better next time. And I am thinking about Bray that we should do, and maybe I'll say it here right now, and we can put it out there. I think we do a Hollywood Squares game of horse racing and we can do it on zoom i believe we can mm -hmm. put everybody up there we, can do we it. just have to hold up the x or the o and we could do a dgen hollywood squares well most of dgen and then add some people like maybe rich yeah just never I put me in the middle because then no we might make you the host at this point rich no you're not center square <laughs> maybe you're the host maybe you're the host. i think that that's a great idea Mm -hmm. uh, so but all right i'll put that on my notepad right here and make it official hollywood squares i don't know we call it horsey wood squares or something all right all right all, so, right. Well, all right so if we edit that out um all right we might have to edit the whole game out at this point all right but no that was that was fun we've learned a lot all of right. things today Bree cheats and can't understand instructions and games <laughs> Um, well, I don't know. If I was so excited. And there is a French area just on the shores of Mississippi. Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Yes, I give everybody. You know, you know, champagne today. comes from that region, Rich. From Mississippi. Yep. Yeah, it's a region. I mean, yeah. it's got to be a region to call it champagne. Some of the best champagne you can get. Probably I is. That till later for our <laughs> Well, you know what threw me off was the Apprentice of the Year. What can I say? I wasn't even paying attention to you. Oh, you said, said Julian, not Florent. Oh, he said Julian. Did? Yeah, I said Julian. Who cares? <laughs> it doesn't matter. And the other French guy. Yeah. Oh, God. That was, well, that was fun. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Oh, yeah, right, and so. thank you guys both for coming on. Uh, Bree, give them a shout out. Tell them where they could find you on social and what you're getting into. Yeah, I mean, you can find me at Bree Mott. Sorry, I failed everyone with my full name there. Um, at Bree Mott on Twitter. Uh, people think I'm a fun follow. I'm not. I just I tweeted about banana bread tonight. Quite boring. But uh, yeah, uh, Stable Duel, like Stable Duel, uh, like and play. And then Degen Nation obviously is just a group of straight degenerates having a good time together. Um, so hit up that channel and any suggestions of what you want to see, um, tweet it out over there and you'll find Sarah there and Randy there quite a bit. And obviously follow the Triple Clowns and watch their shows at all times. Oh, thank you for that. Thanks, nothing, well, I got nothing to say after that. Bread. You can't beat banana bread. bread no. so there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, it okay, smells right? so good right now. Mm. Oh, I'm sure. I'm well, you can follow us at Racing Radar. That's all I got. I got no banana yeah, bread. I don't know where the Mississippi cool, is. I'm done. You had cool yeah, jocks though, right? Because didn't Racing Radar sponsor a couple jocks lately with tweeting some stuff out on pants? That's awesome. Yeah, they they wear our pants. Uh -huh. A few jocks. Yeah, so no, Rich, mm -hmm. tell, tell everybody about horse racing. Yeah, horseracingradar.com. We do a lot of live con we do contests. We have a lot of horse racing stories, articles. We do a live show every uh, every day at 12 o'clock. One o'clock Eastern time where we talk about just some news like this. We uh, we don't have any, any who's the horse's ass games yet because I just fill that role day in and day out. And then uh, we do like pick fours. We haven't won one in a while, so we're due. So gambler's fallacy, 
you're getting in at the right time because we're about to win one one of these days. And uh, But it's a pretty good show. A lot of people are coming on the, the Saturday contest where we bring a lot of track data, a lot of jockey data, a lot of horse data, and then we make our picks. So it's growing pretty fast, and we're happy about that. And you can catch us at Racing Radar TV, Horse Racing Radar TV on YouTube, at Racing Radar, both on Twitter and Facebook. I don't do any of the tweeting. I'm too old for that. Um, I hear that. Uh, but, um, and also, Rich, uh, Breeders' Cup got something going on probably, right? With the We're working on it, but I keep calling yeah. these people up and they don't call me back. I don't know what it is. So frustrating. Yeah. my life. Mm. Well, keep an eye out. Make sure you follow all, all of us on Twitter and hit, you know, um, hit the subscribe and like buttons on our our channel, our YouTube channel, head over to Horse Racing Radar TV. Subscribe to their channel as well. Like, uh, you know, they just had Julian, the Mississippian, um, yes. on their show last Friday. Or excuse me, Thursday. Happy, he's probably just learned that tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. I mean, hey, last week he found out he was gelded. So this week he's finding yes. out he's from Mississippi. It's been, it's been a rough September for him. I know. Poor Julian. Oh, my I don't goodness. know what's worse. <laughs> Sorry, everybody in Mississippi. My bad. That's I'm a tough bad. one. I'm joking. All right. Well, <laughs> from us at the Triple Clowns at Gen Nation, thank you and see you later.